Hello and welcome to BBC News and we start straight away in France because big numbers have taken to the streets again the 11th day of mass protests against the change in pension age in France. Let me show you the live pictures because uh, this the scene already uh, debris and you can see the lines of riot police uh, all stacked up and in the last little while I've been watching uh, the pictures of, uh, of uh, small charges by those uh, police to push some of those protesters back and this right in the centre of Paris. The 11th day of these mass protests that have sprawled over the last, what, two and a half months as uh, so many people uh, protest against this change of the pension age, uh, moving it from 62 to 64. So uh, large numbers on the streets again. We had that uh, meeting between uh, the president and the unions and the government uh, only yesterday. That ended again in deadlock. Uh, let's bring in Hugh Schofield, who's there on the streets for us. And Hugh, as I was saying, uh, there is deadlock. You have all of these uh, protesters uh, uh, continuing to uh, voice their concern about the change and a government insistent there will be no uh, step down in terms of what they're laying out. Indeed, and in fact, you join us at a particularly tense moment uh, on the route of the march. You can probably see the smoke billowing out uh, behind me. On the other side of those ranks of Gendarmerie Mobile, uh, there's been a sudden kind of rush of uh, people and a big hullabaloo, people shouting and booing the police. Uh, I'll tell you why it's happening, though. It's because there's a restaurant across the road there called La Rotonde, which is a, a symbolic restaurant for President Macron. It's where he went on the night of his first ele election. Um, and uh, the fire has been set just outside the restaurant, it seems. We were there closer about uh, 20 minutes ago, and it, it was being attacked, pelted with bottles and stones and bits of bitumen ripped up from, from the pavement. So once again, the famous black blocks, these kind of revolutionary types who often graft themselves onto the head of the demonstrations have been active. And uh, again, a moment of tension here with these bangs every now and again, often they're uh, grenades or they're sort of, they, they call them, uh, the grenades launched by the, uh, by the police just to get people to move away um, and tear gas as well. So. A classic moment here. I mean, nothing terribly dangerous, but, but certainly tense. Hugh, we were just uh, looking at the restaurant. They were just putting out that fire you were describing. In terms right, I, of I, I the basic it, yeah. issue here, uh, the constitutional courts are, are looking at, at that move to ram this through Parliament. Uh, that is likely to come next week, isn't it? Yeah, it's passed through Parliament through this constitutional procedure which got everyone so angry, which there was no vote on the text, but there was a vote of confidence in the government. So that it's passed through Parliament. What happens now is that before the Constitutional Council, which is the kind of last step, if you like, this body of wise men and women which decides whether a law is in accordance, in conformity with the Constitution, it's possible that the, the, this Council will take exception to bits of the law and, it, and, it, and may void it of some of its substance. But it's only a possibility and it seems to be unlikely that it would remove the core element of the law, which is this uh, question of raising it from 62 to 64, the, the pension age. But as you say, that's next week. That's on the April the 14th, next Friday, tomorrow week. Um, and if it passes that hurdle, then very quickly it be could become law. At, at which point, you know, I think a lot of people are asking themselves, what will happen to this movement of protest? What is the point of continuing continuing to protest when something has become law. It won't stop people feeling very angry, but I think there might be people saying, well, it's law now, let's, let's, let's change tactic, let's do something else to bring this government down. 
Hugh, the government is absolutely insistent uh, that France cannot afford not to make this move from 62 to 64. But uh, in terms of what we're seeing, the, the, the protests, the way they've gone on for, for two and a half months, how much other issues, general unhappiness, is woven into everything we're seeing on the streets? Well, I think an awful lot. Um... You, you engage anyone here. It, it, these are left-wing demonstrations. These, these are people on the left and on the far left and on the fringes of the far left, the people who are, who are, who are carrying out these, uh, you know, these acts of vandalism and so on. Um, and if you, but, I mean, if you, obviously, they also enjoy the support in their opposition to the, to the law of, of a good majority of the, of the population. But if you engage people, very quickly, you get on to other subjects. You get on to things that are not uh, the pension law. You get on to the whole issue of capitalism and on the ecology, all these issues, much bigger issues about the future of the planet and of, of our societies. Um, and to, the, to that extent, they're on a bit of a hiding to nothing because quite clearly um, you know these issues are these are far greater issues than the issues of the uh, uh, than the pension and the pension is a, is, a, is, a, is a minor one that's going through these other big issues are, are still there we're just looking at uh, a variety of different pictures Hugh that uh, we're getting from uh, across Paris yeah. uh, and of course uh, these protests are going on in uh, many different cities as well that is worth uh, remembering but we were talking there about Emmanuel Macron he has invested so much personal capital his own reputation in this change yeah. to the pension age uh, is it possible even at this late stage there could be concessions or is that unlikely I think it's most unlikely I, I think he's so far steeped into it that he can't possibly go back it's like Macbeth uh, so far in that returning is worse than going over, as, as, as the bard said. Um, I, I don't think he can. He's, he's, he's taken the punishment. He's very, very unpopular. So what, what's the gain from turning round? Whereas if he keeps going, um, he's not going to get more unpopular. And, and eventually he might say, well, I might win respect in a year or two from people who say, well, at least this was the president who was prepared to take on, on, the, on the crowd. Um, so I can't see any possibility of him turning around on this issue of raising the age to 64. Quite apart from the fact that he's not up for re-election, he knows that. Um, it, you know, his next step will be into whatever, we don't know. But four years from now, he will not be in French politics. So he can afford, in his view, to take the grand make the grand gesture, do something for the sake of the country rather than for his own popularity. That's certainly his estimation. And to be fair to him, there's a good chunk of the country, maybe a quarter or a third, who agree with him. The problem is there's two-thirds who don't. Well, Hugh, we're going to leave you for the next uh, little while. Uh, you're there. You'll continue to be there for the next uh, few hours. Uh, uh, let's just go to the live pictures uh, uh, full on screen and uh, just show the latest there uh, from Paris because as well as all those uh, police you saw behind Hugh, more in the streets uh, around that restaurant that was on fire just a short while ago. So we will return regularly through the course of our programme and keep you right up to date with what is going on in Paris.